What is up, Av Youth? We're so excited, and we're back again for another episode of Av Youth The Rewind. I am breathing very weird right now, so I'm sorry if you hear that, but it's okay. We got guest David Clute. Yes, sir. We got Sophia. And we got Alyssa. Hey, queen. <laughs> so today, guys, we are doing another episode of The Rewind, as I need to move my mic. But um, we're super excited because we have a whole new crew, except for David and Sophia. They're new. They're, re- they're returning guests. Or they're not new. They're returning guests. We have Alyssa a whole new crew, except one person out of the four. <laughs> well, you know, one can only try to host this video well. I'm pretty sure half of the people don't even know who she is. I mean, I've been coming since Converge, but... Everybody's new now. I mean, I'm kind of big time. Been coming since Converge. <laughs> you know, I'm coming since I was two years old. I'm kind of like, you know, one of the OGs. I'm kind of Charlie. So. I'm kind <laughs> of Charlie. Likes football, roots for the Buccaneers, and eats a lot of pizza. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's about right. I understand football. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So today, guys, we do have a few questions for you, um, for all of us, but also for you guys at home. Um, we're going to be talking about this last week's message. So if you haven't seen it yet, make sure to go check it out. But Charlie did talk about worship. Um, you know, what's funny is actually Alyssa has not seen the message, but it's going to be okay. Because she listened to, she it. Listened to she it. it. Oh, she just kidding. Yeah. She, she listened to it. I listened to it, but there was also something in my eye at the same time. And I was like crying. So there's multiple things going through my head. <laughs> she was having a rough day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, so our first question is going off of basically Charlie's first point, and he said, why do we worship? Um, so I kind of want to know the same thing. Why, for all of us, why, in our, like, I guess, perspective, our point of view, why do we worship God? And I'll start, I guess I could start with David. Um, I kind of said that weird. <laughs> well, I guess we could start with David. <laughs> I mean, I guess. No one's going to feel, no one's going to volunteer. It's fine. It's true. <laughs> um, so specifically, why do I worship? Is that what you're asking me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, Charlie had really two really good points about why we worship about, uh, obviously because God, um, created everything and he is our savior. Uh, but mainly for me, I worship because I, I, I know in my life that there are things that have happened that I could not deny that have been God. Mm -hmm. Like there's no doubt in my mind that was God and I would not be in the position I am now. And, um, in in a place of happiness and eternal joy that I am now without God's presence filling my life. So um, ultimately that's why I worship. And it's just, it's just kind of an, I I said this before in a, in a worship Devo on the, um, on our takeover, but it's kind of, for me, it's like an escape from everything that's going on in the world. Like no matter what stresses, no matter what weight I feel on my shoulders that day, when I start to worship God, everything just goes away. And everything uh, in that moment just gets pushed off to the side. That way, I can put God on my my front, the front of my mind, and and ultimately make sure He's the priority when when I'm worshiping. So that that's that's um something I really use to kind of escape from everything that's going on. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really good point. I think that um, for when it comes to worship, understanding that you know Jesus ultimately paid that sacrifice for us that we should have paid. Um, and we that we deserve. So I think that being in the reverence and of awe of who God is and all that he's done for us, um, it kind of just puts you in this mindset where it's like, holy cow, like this is like this is something I should be doing all the time. Um, and that's why I love worship music so much. It's just sharing um, who God is, attributes of God and the, his character and, and what he's done and just giving him glory and thanks for that. 
Um, that's probably the coolest part about it. I feel like there's so many times that we could not thank God enough for what he's done in our lives. So, Sophia, what about you? What do you yeah. think? Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm kind of dying over here. Um, worship to me, I love worship. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, it's like, for me, it's like a time where I could like listen to my music and listen to the worship and talk to God at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to thank him for not only what happened today that I was thankful for or and what happened every other day and what I want to happen or what I want him to do in my life. Um, and that's my way that I could do it, and that's through worship. And I always do it through worship. I always thank him no matter what. Um, I love to just sit back and listen to the songs. I love to hear Mary sing. Um, it's just something I could do to thank him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think a lot of us should do is thank him for the littlest things. And I do it through worship, so, yeah. Is it my turn? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> We're going to skip you. Okay, fine. I'm just kidding. Um, I thought so going tra- on to the next, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I guess I'll just speak on the last topic. Um, like what Charlie said, like, it's what we're supposed to do is to thank God. We're su- like, he's like the center of our life, too. So, like, it makes sense to, like, thank him through worship and, like, feel closer to him through... <laughs> <laughs> David's having a little spaz sorry. attack. <laughs> sorry. Gosh. Um, but yeah, it was like a uh, way. <laughs> Chug jug. Stop interrupting. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, trying to be respectful. <laughs> oh my God, what was I talking about? <laughs> center. Center. God yeah, center. He's the center of our life. So um, the way to thank him is mostly, ultimately, through worship and. It's just also a way to, like, I guess, like, fall back from everything, you know? Like, there's, like, different types of music, but, like, that's, like, where you feel, like, most at home, like, worship. Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing to add, too, is, like, I think it's cool that Charlie did talk about, like, why we worship, and then he also pointed out that it's not just, like, music. You know what I mean? Like, it is, a a lot of it is, but a lot of it also isn't. Um, Outside of of the, the church, outside of just our cars and outside of our, our rooms, um, worship is so much more. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I want to kind of just open the floor to this question too, is like, what is your favorite way to worship? Um, I, I just figured we can go around in a circle. But uh, <laughs> uh, I think my favorite way to worship is serving others. As mm-hmm. much as you think in church worship, you automatically go to singing or um, uh, just praising God. I, 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 liked, I think my favorite way to s- uh, worship is serving others. Um, it's awesome to think that um, that what I do is could be um, pleasing to God, and yeah. not because of what I do is because of what Jesus did um, on that cross, and He allows me and gives me that opportunity to please others and and to to be justified by Him. Um, but yeah, it's just something about serving others and and doing things for other people. Um, that don't deserve it and plus i don't deserve it either i don't even deserve the opportunity to serve others but i am given that opportunity and, it, and it's great to be given that opportunity to s- just see the reaction from people um to be uh receive kindness and even though they don't uh they didn't like expect it i, I think that's my my favorite way of worshiping god and just to know that um I don't know something. Something good is being done in the world, and and somebody else is receiving some sort of kindness and love. Yeah, that's dope. 
and stuff. My way is, um, Charlie always says we're not meant to be alone in all of this. Mm-hmm. So, and I grew up with people around me, like in this church that helped me during worship and not during worship. So I like to be, um, I lost what I was saying. Completely lost what I was saying. Blank. You got this. You got this. You got this. <laughs> I like if someone is alone during mm-hmm. worship and it looks like they're obviously struggling. Mm-hmm. I like to be, I feel like God is telling me to go over there, pray over them, or talk to them after the worship, because maybe they just want to be by themselves, Mm because I know a lot of people, I like to be by myself sometimes when I worship, Mm -hmm. but just being there for people is like how I like to worship, and that's God working through me, because I was, I was called to work through people, and I was, um, to help people, because I got help, and now it's my turn to do the favor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, shoot, why did I forget the question? No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah, there's there's worship during church and everything. Like, that's really fun and, like, really cool. But, <laughs> stop, sorry. <laughs> Everybody loves to interrupt me. Um, <laughs> but I think ultimately just, like, sharing the word and, like, inviting people to church. Because Sophia brought me to church, and it was like, chill. Yeah, and that changed everything for me. So I think just giving, like, not giving the opportunity, but like sharing, like, how it's changed me to my friends. Like, everybody's seen how, like, from eighth grade, like, to like when I started coming, like, I don't know, it was just like a lot different, like, life perspectives and stuff. So showing people, like, what it's done and like inviting them to church and stuff is like a good way, like. Yeah, Side note, it really took good. years for me to push Alyssa to come here. Yeah, was nice. And it, that is one of my biggest accomplishments <laughs> that I love that I did finally get her to come. I was also, Anyways. I'm like r- kind of shy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, new people, no. Yeah. So, You're like, yeah. wait, there's how many? 60 people I don't know? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm she was like I'm fine. She was like fine after a month. Like she yeah. even got involved and did everything I did. So that's yeah. dope. Um, I think that's a good point to kind of like expand on a little bit because we we think so much about like obviously serving others that's what first came to my head or worshiping helping others in sort some sort of way but also if you if you think back to it um i don't think a lot especially a lot of people that come to the church i don't think just started coming just because they're like oh that's a church let me walk in and see what's up like somebody invited them and somebody had some had them on their heart and they were invited and either they stuck with it or they didn't but ultimately um i remember first when i was being invited (laughs) um my friend natalie actually was trying to invite me and i said no every single time Mm -hmm. i said no every single time and then somebody else invited me and i said yeah and it turned out to be the same church (laughs) it turned out to be the same church but the my point that i'm trying to make is that it took me a little bit to finally open up and be like okay fine i'll I'll go Mm -hmm. um and I, I would just want to encourage everybody who has that person on our heart. I mean, we we're supposed to be having that, that one on our heart that we've had from at a, the start of Av, right? Yeah. Like we, we, we launched this whole thing. Um, and, uh, starting 2020, we tried to push Mark 16, 15 to go and spread the word of God to others. Um, and ultimately try to have that one person on our heart that we want to bring to church. And I know that it's a little discouraging when 
we've had that person on our hearts since the the January 1st of 2020 and they haven't come yet. Yeah. We've invited them, we've invited them, we've tried to stay persistent and they just have not come yet. And I'm one of those people. I I've had this one person on my mind and they just have not come yet. Mm-hmm. But ultimately we got to just just looking at yourself, look into yourself, just notice, okay, well I was pers- I was persistent to not come at first. But then that person kept having me on their heart and kept inviting me. Just like Alyssa, Sophia kept inviting her. And eventually she came and she's been coming since Converge. Like stuff like that is awesome and and awesome to see and awesome to see in your life. So don't lose hope when it comes to inviting your friends to church because it's a battle. Like it's a battle. The devil's constantly trying to interfere and um, give the other person any, uh, any sort of reason to not come. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, they're put on your heart for a reason. And eventually, hopefully, they will see that you love them and you only want the best for them. Yeah, absolutely. I think, honestly, when it comes to my favorite way to worship, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, teaching. I, I love to be able to teach, but I think being able to live every day as, as, a, as a sacrifice for God is, like, is just a blessing in and of itself, right? We get to offer ourselves, and it becomes pleasing and acceptable to God. Like when you look at Romans 12, 1, um, obviously Charlie talked about it, but one thing I really enjoy about this verse, uh, it's funny because I called David. Like, maybe like <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about Romans 12. We were, we were like, I went over to his house. We like worked out. And then afterwards, like, bro, I got to tell you about Romans 12, but you want to, you got to, you got to read it. You got to read it first and then I'll tell you about it. He's like, okay. And so he's like, all I saw was worship and sacrifice. Wait, that was what it was, right? Or yeah, sacrifice? yeah. I was like, because he gave me a broad question. He's like, "What do you see?" And I'm like, "Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a very filled verse. Um, it is very impactful." So I just obviously put out the like the the first things that came to my head, and I noticed the words worship and sacrifice, um, right off the bat. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny how I mean Charlie used that verse, and we were just talking about it, and how powerful it really is and yeah I, i'll let you obviously go into the reason why it's so powerful but so the best part about this verse is like obviously you look at romans 12 and i have it right here i'll read it it says um so dear brothers and sisters i plead with you to give your bodies to god because of all he has done for you some translations say in view of god's mercy and then you want to ask yourself when you're reading it's like okay well what's god's mercy like i can't just read that verse and say oh yeah in view of all god's done for me like what is paul really talking about he doesn't know me, but he knows what God's done for me. This book was written 2,000 years ago. What could he possibly be talking about? He's talking about if in view of God's mercy, that must mean that what, what did God give me that allowed his mercy to come into my life? That was a sacrifice on the cross. So now he's talking about the, the persecution of Christ and the, the crucifixion of Christ and now the resurrection of Christ. He's talking about everything that Christ has done for us in that very moment of, of being sacrificed, right? Mm-hmm. So we look at because of what is God, God has done for us, offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. And it says, let them be a living and holy sacrifice and the kind that he will find acceptable. He, he's referring to God the Father, he's going to find it acceptable. But if you look at other parts of the Bible, it says that we aren't good enough on our own. Right. Like in and of ourselves, like by ourselves, we can never please God. The only thing that can please God was fulfilling God's wrath and that's what was happened that's what happened to Christ on the cross like God literally unleashed his wrath upon himself like that's insane to think about so if this is the true way to worship it's a very opportunity that we have to take advantage of to be able to be 
even offered as a sacrifice that's even pleasing, mm-hmm. right? Because if if all my good deeds can't get me into heaven, then none of my good stuff is what makes me pleasing to God. It's all of what God has already done for me. So because of, in view of God's mercy, because what God has done for us, it's like now I become that pleasing sacrifice. That in, a, in itself makes me want to do better. And that makes me want to strive yeah. to be more after yeah. like, more like Christ. You know what I mean? So it's like, it blew my mind. And I was like, this is talking about what Christ has done. This is insane. But the best part about it is that when you share Romans 12, one with anybody and you teach them what this is saying, you look at the old Testament, the old Testament, there was sacrifices. Yes. For God to like forgive sin for a year, they would go every year and they'd make a sacrifice and God would forgive their sins for a year. And he will technically it's atonement meaning to cover up their sin. So it wasn't, it wasn't like permanently gone. It was just covered up. Um, so with that being said, you get to look at Romans 12, one, share it with somebody. And now it's like, they have this whole new understanding of what God's mercy is. Mm-hmm. It's about Christ. It's all about Christ. And now, now we want to share that. And that's why I like teaching so much. Cause like I get to share this and now people have a new understanding of what this is mm-hmm. because this is so much deeper than just reading it and being like, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna put it on my Instagram story. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, and I even have Romans 12, one <laughs> butterfly emoji. <laughs> Hearts and then a cross emoji. Yeah, you can't forget the cross emoji. <laughs> Lock. Lock. <laughs> um, but it's funny. Ever since we had that conversation, I've been, I've, I, if you don't know me, I love NF. All right. It's my favorite artist. But I've always, hey. I've always yeah, talked, right. me and, me and Rob blast NF. It's true. So it's true. you're a liar. I am a liar. <laughs> I just called it uh, So, um, but I always like laughed in this one part in my life is one of his songs and he goes uh something about him struggling with his relationships and then after afterwards he goes i'll move this way he goes whoa <laughs> i'm like he just talked about like pain in his life and then just got hyped that's from why it. i always struggle with relationships <laughs> yeah it was something like that yeah um and i'm just like what how is it? i think it's hilarious because it's like he's talking about his pain but he's getting so hyped from it mm-hmm. and i feel like now when I read the Bible, now when I read stuff like that, it's like, wow, like, I degrading myself, getting rid of myself. Like, I don't deserve anything. I don't have any power in this. Yeah. Christ did it all for me. That gives me more hype. That gives me more motivation to know that, you know what, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm never going to be perfect. I'm always wicked. But there is somebody who already did the sacrifice for me he already made the sacrifice he was perfect in every single way and he and he makes me justified he is the reason why i am able to be here and serve others and that gets me hype um so it's kind of like kind of like that where it's like the reverse effect it's like you are not good enough but be happy and be psyched that you are not good enough because there is somebody who was good enough who did it for you. That's the crazy yeah. part. I feel like there's so many times in like in just culture and in and in different areas of life that we can explore this topic of you're not good enough. And we, we even we even see it with comparison that we're like, oh, I'm not good enough. Like, I can't do that. I can't do this. And it's like we have all these other people saying, yeah, you know what? Don't listen to that. You are good enough. You know what I mean? It's like no like realistically you aren't but yeah the you, best you are is- good enough but i did this 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 and this today but you're good enough it's like uh 
yeah, I, not really, because you don't know what I've done. How are you saying it, that? It gets like this weird ideology in your head where it's like, oh, well, then I am good enough. Like they say I'm good enough. Like everyone's commenting on my Instagram. Like, oh my gosh, like you're good enough. Like, you're, you're too perfect. And it's so like, clean. Eh, yeah. <laughs> but when you see that, it's like, whoa, wait a second. Now I'm thinking about more about myself and not yeah. about what God has already yeah. done. I got to uphold my reputation. Yeah. And the, th- the craziest part is that the world always tells us like, yeah, you're good enough. You're good. You're fine. You're good. And it's like, no, I'm really not. And the best part is, is like when you see that you aren't good enough, it is the most joyful thing you could ever experience. It's like, oh my gosh, you're right. I'm not, but somebody else was for me. Like somebody else was good for me. Like think about it like this. I tell this people to, to tell this to people all the time. You're in a classroom. Your teacher's not there. Who comes in? So yeah. the principal. Security. No. <laughs> Any of sub. those people. <laughs> so what's what's the full name for a sub? Substitute. Substitute. Okay. Teacher. What are they doing? <laughs> Teacher. They're subbing in. What does that mean? They're taking taking the place of somebody else, right? Yeah. Somebody took the place when I wasn't good enough. Somebody else took the place that I was good enough now. Mm-hmm. Because God, God's work, Christ's work on the cross was good enough. Now I have become good enough. But it's only to God. Yeah. And it matters to nobody else. Like if you tell it to anybody else who doesn't believe in God, they're going to be like, uh, okay. Uh, you just insulted me. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I am a queen. <laughs> Why are you telling me I'm not good enough? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew I was good enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. nuts. But it, I don't know. It's just so cool to me. So, um, but I want to ask you guys, obviously after reading Romans 12, 1, what is your guys' first thought? David, me and you have been talking a lot, so I want to ask the girls. What, have you, what are you guys' first thoughts? When you hear Romans 12, 1, if you want, I can read yeah, it again. Yeah, read it again. Yeah, I was so, like, wait a second. <laughs> all right. So it says, and dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship. Okay. So off the bat, I, when you said give your life to, uh, give yourself to God is turning yourself into a Christian and devoting yourself to God. Mm-hmm. That's what I see it in. Worshiping, worshiping him because you gave yourself and you're devoted to him now to hear his words and to take it in and to spread it to other people. Yeah. Usually. That's what I hear the first part. Those are really big words, yeah. too, because when you think about it, it's like devote, devote give yeah. your life. Like yeah. those are things like if you give your life, say, for cheer, what are you doing? Every single moment you're trying and, to yeah, better myself, cheering, my, you know, yeah. or cheer. Right. Yeah. So it's like if we become Christian, the whole idea is that we have a whole devotion of our lives for Christ. Like it's all for him. Like everything I do, I want to make sure it's for him. And that's why, like, there's so many times that I look at young people and they get so on fire for God. And then all of a sudden it just dies because yep. something came up and they, they said, maybe this isn't it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like God moves the most when we remain faithful through the storms. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like God will show you the most and tell you about the most when you are faithful through those storms. And the fact that it's like that's devotion because like cheer isn't easy, right? No. No. Look at COVID, bro. You can't even go practice. Or actually, you guys, uh, yeah, you guys but we're have not practice. doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> right. But you're still devoted to it. Why? Yeah. Because it's something you love to do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't it doesn't take away anything other than. You know what? This sucks, but I still love doing it. Yeah. And I'm with a community of people that I love being with. Yeah. Yeah. It's like literally the same thing. And I feel like there's so many times that we can push it aside and say, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why those words are so important. I think it's so dope. Also, yeah, I feel like Charlie also said this. He said some people, someone can call themselves a Christian, but they're not going to be devoted. Mm-hmm. You know how um, I've, I could say that I've, I could call myself a Christian, but in the past I haven't like 
felt like I'm an actual Christian because I haven't um, read the Bible, you know, as much as I do now, mm-hmm. which I pushed myself this, re- this year to do it. But people are like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. But they go out and just like go to parties or yeah. they don't read their Bible or they don't know a single verse or nothing like that. They just call themselves a Christian because they want to have the word, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like as a person. But I to be devoted and to be a Christian is to be involved here and be involved at any church technically um worship him read your bible like i feel like that's a lot to be call yourself a christian technically like really um well, the first thing that comes to my i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i need it this let it listen go let it listen go let it listen go um the first thing oh god i, oh, I thought i couldn't hear this um <laughs> the first thing when i like hear that it's like giving your life he was like sacrificing your life so like what charlie said it was like he's the center of your world so you so you should basically like not like act like it but like live through it and you know like live through what you're learning in church and showing and learning and also showing that to other people is like a good thing and i don't know it's just like living your life for god and only not only that but like living for god and like a purpose like I don't know how to explain that. So obviously after Romans chapter 12, verse one, we went over that, but I asked your immediate response from that verse, but now how do we actively seek to do this every day? Hmm. Go for it, Alyssa. Okay, like, no one will cut you off this David time. Does David want to cut me off again? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let me go. Um, David, I think, oh. David's used to it just being me and him. I'm sorry. As you cut her off. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot the question. Uh, <laughs> go, would you ask? Go. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, I remember. Um, actively showing... Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I think just acting like how... Like how what Sophia said, like, you're going to parties every day and, like, not, not acting how, like, you would in church. Like, you have, like, a church behavior, I guess. And there's, like, people who can, like, switch that off in, like, two seconds, like, oh, yeah. right after you leave church. And I think it's just carrying that out throughout your whole life and I get that. Um, carrying that out throughout your whole life and also just, like, doing it on your own, too. Like, it doesn't have to just be in front of people, but, like, even, like, worshiping in your room. That's, like, also carrying it out into, like, your own life, I think. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, I could go based off of that and not just... Bring it bring it back. Bring it back. You're a little loud there. My bad. Sorry. Okay, just going off of what Alyssa says, you don't have to <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> you said bring the mic back and you went like this. <laughs> <laughs> you can oh, move God. the mic this way. Sorry. Look at that cat that's chilling on the couch, that one video where he's like <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, am I good? She brings it closer. Go for it. She said, <laughs> <She's in. laughs> anyways. I'm like trying to find a good spot. Am I good? Right there is good. Yes, yeah, you're, you're fine. I use a lot of examples of myself, but I'll use another example. So, sorry. Uh, last year, I had, like when we we're actually in church, I mean in church, when we we're actually in school, I had um, one of my one of my teammates. She she went to church, but she didn't really understand what was going on. So she always because she know and she looked at my stories and she know that I went to church and I'm a Christian. So she always would come up to me and be like, 
what do I do? Like, I'm stuck in this situation. What do I do? And I'd be like, okay, hold up. This is my moment. Run in my car, bring out my notes. I'm like, okay, here, look, this is what I got from last night's message or something like that. Um, but it's like, it's just going out and, you know, being the light. I see, I, I like to use the, the word light, being the light, because it's, it's said a lot in the Bible. Be the light that other people want to see. Be the light that God is, you know? Um, and yeah. Am I allowed to talk now? David was looking at me like this. I was like, the camera. Am I allowed to talk now? You can go for it. Okay. Someone cut him off. I think the the biggest thing is, like Alyssa said, I think he said it the best that we could have phrased it, is that church mentality or that church behavior that we all have. Like, I, I could totally remember. Or, like, even a parent, like, yeah. home behavior. Yep. Like you, you're you're cussing up a storm with all your friends, and you come home and you flip that switch yeah. off. Hey, mother, how are you oh, yeah. today? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not me. I don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I don't even. I was so not expecting that. <laughs> it looks like spell it. It's like. <laughs> but like we all have those different off switches no matter if you want to say you do or you don't you Not do me. you do <laughs> um but i feel like it it all starts off with realizing that you can't have multiple different personalities i ultimately the the phrase i always go back to is who are you when when nobody's looking right i mean that sh- that person that when nobody's looking that person when you're by yourself should be willing to worship willing to surrender themselves for god for christ and willing to um, strive more towards a Christ-like life every single day. Yeah. And, um, and just know that ultimately you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for others. You're doing it to serve Christ. Um, and one, one thing that Charlie said was in point three is the idea of humility. Mm. Is you, gotta, you have to understand that you are, you are not the center. You're yeah. not the center. God's got to be the center, and you have to be humble for Christ. You have to be humble um, for God, and and ultimately, I feel like that's what is really the game changer. Is realizing, all right, I'm not living this life for myself. I'm not living this life to buy um, all the new designer clothes that are coming out. I'm not. I'm not living this life to be the center of all the trends and and hop on all those trends. You know, um, but ultimately, I'm I'm on this earth and I'm here to serve Christ. And uh, to get rid of myself and to pick up my cross every single day. Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing to add on to that is like the I feel like the best way to really analyze how we can actively seek after God is if we're being moldable. Basically, God is the potter and we're a clay. So it's like if you're taking ceramics, you got clay. I'm in ceramics. You're in ceramics? Sucks. <laughs> just watching ceramic videos online or what? Yeah. Oh, for real? I just, I just, I made a, I just made a clay face out of. What's his name? Dirt. Tay Diggs. The, uh, um, I only did him because he's bald, so I didn't have to do hair. <laughs> um, the football coach in the All American. Oh, okay. He's the easiest oh. person I could pick because he was bald. <laughs> or she could have said, "Oh, this is Charlie, but he's bald." <laughs> <laughs> 
to pick a celebrity. Dude, I did my youth pastor. Like a, just draw a block you're on his head. Charlie's not a celebrity. No, but I had to look up. He's like, not. Front <laughs> pictures, side pictures. What if I just go up to Charlie? Hey, can I get a <laughs> side <laughs> angle, a mugshot? <laughs> can I get a mugshot of you? Hey, Charlie, you ever been to jail before? <laughs> can I borrow Send those me pictures? The pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ultimately, like when we look at God being the Potter, it's like if we're clay, we have to be willing to be moldable. And I think that um, being moldable looks like listening to what God says and being like, you know what? I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to try and justify myself when Christ has already justified me. You know what I mean? So, like, when we look at, like, Mm -hmm. for instance, this is just an example. Like, when it comes to cussing, if we're cussing and it's like we know we shouldn't be cussing. Like, obviously, we should not be – like, the power of our tongue is very important and it's very clear in the Bible too. So, it's like if we're doing those things and we just have no respect for anybody – and God tells us otherwise through his word. And we're just sitting there like, yeah, but you see, this person did this, though. And this person did this, and I got angry. It's like, that doesn't change anything. God's still asking you not to talk like that. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'll go as far as saying not even asking you. He's commanding you not to talk like that. So in my head, it's like, if I'm going to be clay that's moldable, I'm going to sit there and be like, you know what? I'm going to give that up. I'm, I am going to stop doing that. Because mm-hmm. that's something that's moldable. It's something that God can like move around like when you think of clay it's it, you can move it. it's like play-doh you can make it do what you want it to do um and not in a robotic way but instead of something that you're honestly willing to do so if you say like oh i'm willing to sacrifice for god and it's like but you're not willing to give up like cussing you're not willing to give up maybe like a friend or two that is just you know is not good for you then what are you like what are you doing you gotta you gotta start in these areas first because these are the areas ultimately we're gonna be able to get the most, I guess, influence in your life. Like you're going to have the most trajectory now if you start with a firm foundation and going from this sandy foundation, I'll put it to you this way. Obviously the Bible talks about a sandy foundation, like a house built on top of sand Mm -hmm. and a house built on top of rock, right? Either way that house was built. That's a lot of work for that house to be built in general. How do we now start a new foundation? We got to take that house down. That sucks. All that work we put in thinking that this is me, like this is who I am, and it's like, frick, I got to start over now. Yeah, That sucks, and that's the most intimidating part. And people will say, it, you know, Christianity requires too much, but it's not setting you up to fail. Mm-hmm. Like it's setting you up for you to be for you to be happy, not all the time, but definitely happier than the lows that you have because you have someone to go through the lows with you. And that's the most important part. It's like, Joy, I always tell the boys this is like joy is way different than happiness. Joy is I can I can maintain like being joyful in seasons where there is no happiness. I'm just I'm, I'm very sad and hurt about certain things in situations that are coming my way. But I can re- remain joyful knowing that God is sovereign and he's still there. And yep. God, God's will is still good. And it's better than what I could ever give myself. I can be joyful about that. It's not always going to make me happy, but I can be joyful and know, you know what? I'm going to let go of that. It's like, this is in God's hands at this point. Like I can't do anything about it. And that's where I can be joyful. And that's the best part about all of this is like when you get to take that house down and start building it new on a new firm foundation, that's where change happens. Yep. Um, you're, I'm going to talk. Go for it. <laughs> no. So uh, what I was going to say was, there you go. <laughs> um, but when you said that people think Christianity is too much work, I, I 
when you think that way, you're thinking wrong. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Because ultimately, a Christian. I was trying. I was going to say this earlier, but a Christian, a true Christian, is somebody who gives up their life and allows Jesus to come into your heart. Yes, the, I feel like the word Christian is thrown around all over the place. Whoever whoever feels like they said that prayer is a Christian. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe so, but Christian Christian means that you allow and offer up your life to be changed and molded by God in whatever way he wants and willing to give up whatever he doesn't want. And ultimately, when I hear Christianity is too much work, no, it's not because we're not doing any of the work. Yeah. We're just offering our, our lives, ourselves up to Christ, and he's working through us. He's doing the work. We're doing nothing. We can take no credit because it's all him. Realistically, a life without Christ is more work than a life with Christ. Mm-hmm. Because instead of somebody who is controlling our life, and, and, and I don't want to make it sound, sound like a dictator because he's not, but he's leading you down the right path and putting you in the right places, instead... When we control, we take control of our lives, we're doing the work, and our work is imperfect, we're sinners, and it's going to lead us down the wrong path. And ultimately, that is more work than just offering up your life to Christ and being a true Christian who is willing to be moldable. Yeah, and even what's, what's cool is like even many times in life, like what seems to be the wrong path that we're being led down, it's like, oh, God, I was following you, I was being faithful, and now I'm going down this road. If you look at Joseph's life, there's a guy in the, the very early part of the Bible in Genesis um, and this guy's name is Joseph and he has these dreams and he gets sold into slavery. And I'm sure when he gets sold into slavery, mm-hmm. he doesn't think, Oh, this is what God wanted for me. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's a thought in his head, like frick dude, what, what happened? Like what's going on? You know what I mean? And that was still part of God's plan. Like God's rescue plan for our life isn't our rescue plan. You know what I mean? Like we don't have it all figured out. God's ways is higher than hard, higher than our ways. What? <laughs> she started going, God's plan. I thought you looked at me because my phone went off. I'm trying to put it into speaker. There, do not disturb. <laughs> but um, I think honestly, that's that's pretty much it for the podcast today. Um, but Sweet. except for Sophia, Sophia had something to share about last night or not last night. Yeah. Was it last night? now? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> like you guys, this happened out of no. Like this is after I left. So when we go to, we usually after Wednesday nights. Oh, sorry. Talking really close into the mic. Um, usually after Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday nights, we go to In-N-Out, right? Okay, so I was on the way home, mm-hmm. and, um, okay, everyone knows that I speed, but I swear <laughs> I was not speeding. I actually took my timing, and I got home, like... Debatable. <laughs> sure. Debatable. If you want to debate it. I'm afraid where the story's going. No. No. <laughs> Did you get pulled it's, over? It's sad, no. Oh. No, I just said that I was going, like, like a normal speed because I wanted to take my time. I, I don't know what I'm a normal, normal speed is. I'm normal speed, but I always... I was going like 60 40. on a 45. No. I was going 70. What's the problem? <laughs> why did I, why'd you even pull this me over? This is exactly why I didn't know. I was so hesitant to tell this story because I know you guys are going to do that. <laughs> Can I finish my story? Go for it. Go for it. Okay. Well, I was going to reasonable speed. Um, and I hit a bunny. <laughs> Oh my god. Why are you telling us this? Because I thought it was like sad, but it was like, what the heck? And I wanted to tell it. Okay, I have a better story about In N Out. Why'd you even say that? That's so sad. <laughs> because I wanted to tell my story. It the buddy was like out of nowhere. It literally jumped in front of my car and I was like, 
<laughs> it makes sense how you hit it. <laughs> That's what it did. Fast, huh? Yeah, I jumped. No, dude, you it? killed Bugs Bunny, dude. What's wrong with <laughs> That's you? What I thought, that bunny no. was offering its life up for Christ. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Woman do anything for Christ. Anyways, I hit the bunny by accident, and I the rest of the way home I was crying because oh. I hit the bunny, <laughs> and I I was gonna stop, but I was like so shocked. I was like, oh my god, I just hit a bunny. I just she hit a started bunny. she started crying, and then went into her room. When she got home, slammed the door, and all you hear is, I can only imagine. <laughs> Those, have you ever seen those TikToks? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> well, it was now funny. I've, I started seeing it. And I was like, <laughs> Robert. Robert texts me Christian TikToks all all the time, uh. and it, and it's like the captions always like when when the Christian girl goes for the other Christian guy, <laughs> and you run into your room and slam the door and blast like Christian music, and one of the songs imagine. is I can only imagine what yeah. it would be like. I don't know. I really want to. Okay, I'll tell you guys a funnier story. No, moral <laughs> of the story. Hello. Don't What's the moral of the story? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't hit a bunny. <laughs> Poor Alyssa got interrupted again. Yeah, I was going to uh, tell you a funny I don't Why care. No. No, they don't <laughs> care. I don't care about your story. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Way, way to be like Christ. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you think Christ Surprise, wanted to kill that yeah. bunny? <laughs> <laughs> we, we go in the video. <laughs> Christ had more for that bunny. Okay, my story. <laughs> um, I was gonna tell a story about in and out. What was? Oh, I went. Uh, <laughs> we're okay. So <laughs> tell the story. Stop saying okay. So, mm, do you uh, know the story about the grilled cheese in my cup holder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Robert's the only one that doesn't know this. Nah, you know? Yeah, of course I know. <laughs> I, uh, this boy invited me to go out. He, I don't know why he invited me. I'm the only one that drives. Um, but he was like. <laughs> He's like, oh, pick me up, okay? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and he knows I'm vegetarian. Like, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> and he was like, let's get an In-N-Out. And I was like. Did you just call it In-N-Out? I said In-N-Out. Oh, I thought you said In-N-Out. Let's go to In-N-Out. <laughs> he was like, let's go to In-N-Out. And I was like, great pick. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, Excellent choice. <laughs> um, and then he was like, okay, well, I, my mom says I have to kill home. And he was like, he told me this before. But he was like, yeah, I'm in trouble. I can only be out for like. 15 minutes. And I was like, okay. In and out's pretty far. He was, hey, you were his Uber Eats, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really know. I really was. Literally. <laughs> like Anyways, free Uber Eats. He was like, he was like, okay, what do you want? And I was like, okay, um, I, I grilled cheese? I don't know. What do you get at in and out? And then I was like, okay. And then I paid for it because I was like, Ew. He forgot his wallet? No, I said, no, I just. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just wanted. Oh, you paid for it? Yeah, you I drove. Don't, you don't drove don't him <laughs> <laughs> for fifteen minutes and yeah. paid for your That's own food. That's more than no, Uber Eats, bro. That's even, just the free food. We didn't even eat together. <laughs> I dropped him off home with his food. Are you Anyways, serious? He I don't know that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know how they give you like a box. Yeah. Yeah. He took my my grilled cheese out. He put it in my cup holder. They got out the car. <laughs> 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 he left in the car with a grilled cheese in my cup holder. Hey, we should turn that into a song. There's driver's license and now there's grilled cheese in my cup holder. <laughs> I got my grilled cheese last week. <laughs> Just like we always talk about. I can really see now why we can never get through a This Is Living rap. <laughs> yeah. because you you guys don't even need to say words and you're just already laughing yeah, you're I just know. looking at we each other and like, I know. we literally were going like this and only, only us knew what we were talking about yeah. TikTok. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us on the Rewind this week. We hope you guys have enjoyed. David, thank you for joining me today. Yes, sir. Sophia. You're welcome. I didn't join you. Alyssa. I, David joined you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Okay. We will catch you guys next week for another episode of the Rewind. Hasta Later. Pasta. Later. Hasta la pasta. <laughs>